What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for AwesomeMode.com, and I am back with my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Friday, April 15th. Now, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. Let me know in the comments who your favorite plays are, and then go sign up at No House Advantage using the promo code AwesomeO so you can get $25 on your first deposit. Now, we're rounding out the bottom of my top 10 with Karis LeVert, Kevin Herter, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Avica Zubats, and Marcus Morris. I couldn't even read any of these names. Marcus Morris on the outside looking in. I switched, I had glasses on, I went to contacts, depth perceptions all off, can't read. It's terrible, it's terrible. Who will be my favorites? My top five plays of the day? Time to find out. First up at number five, we've got Brandon Ingram. Shooting guard, small forward eligible. So you get him at guard, forward, and utility. 7,800, projected for 42. The goal is 46. He's in the optimal lineup 39% of the time. Give him 36 minutes. Now, that might be a little lofty, but I think they have to do everything they possibly can to win here. The season is over if they don't. 29% usage for Ingram. About 23 points, 7 boards, and 6 assists. That's a great stat line and a stock. Slight pace down spot against the Clippers, but honestly, pace isn't a huge, huge, huge thing on a two-game slate. You kind of just have to play everybody anyway. I love the position for Brandon Ingram. I don't know why he's classified as shooting guard, small forward. He should not have shooting guard any longer. That is not his position. He cannot guard a shooting guard. But it helps out here from a DFS perspective because it allows him to fit in multiple spots. Now, there's not a huge difference between Brandon Ingram at 5 and Karis LeVert at 10. But either way, Ingram looking good in the top 5. At number 4, we've got Darius Garland. Point guard eligible, 8,500. Projected for 47. The goal is 50, and he is in the optimal lineup 43% of the time. 40 minutes here for Garland. He plays a ton of minutes even in regular season games, so no reason to suspect otherwise here. Possible we get Jared Allen back too, which should help him out. 1.17 fantasy points per minute for Garland. 29% usage, 25 points, 8.5 assists, and 4 boards, plus a stock and a half, which is always nice. Taking on Atlanta. Look, this one kind of comes down to Clint Capella's defense. If Capella isn't holding down the fort, Darius Garland's primed for a monster game. If Capella looks more like second half Capella, it could be a bit more of a difficult day for Cleveland. The spacing might not be there as we get deeper into these playoff type games, but doesn't really matter. Darius Garland drives the offense of the Cleveland Cavaliers. If they're going to have any chance of winning this game, it's going to be because of him. Switching backcourts, we go to Atlanta for number three. That's Trey Young. Point guard eligible, 9,700. Projected for 52.5. The goal is 56.5. He's in the optimal lineup 44% of the time. I like this spot for Trey Young because he's Trey Young and he's really good. 38 minutes. If you told me he played 40 or 42 in an elimination game, I would completely believe it. 1.39 fantasy points per minute. 34% usage and a double-double straight away. 30 points, 10.5 assists, and four boards. Maybe he gets a steal. That's not why you roster Trey Young. Uh, you roster him for the scoring upside and the assist upside. Now, this is a pace down spot against Cleveland, and the Cavs defense will look a lot better if Jared Allen is back. But, this is the big but. Trey Young's going to have a lot of guys that he could pick on in the pick and roll, whether that's, if it's not Jared Allen, whether that's Kevin Love, whether that's Karis LeVert, or... If they, if Cleveland tries to play a little bit more like they did in their previous game, every minute that Rondo is on the floor with Trey Young, he is going to get hunted mercilessly in the pick and roll, and that is going to go very, very well for Trey Young. Don't let anybody give you this playoff Rondo nonsense, particularly from a defensive standpoint. Rondo is old. His best defensive days were eight years ago. 
he's going to get picked on bad here. Don't expect the same sort of minutes. Do expect big production out of Trey Young. We take a big time step up here to Evan Mobley. He's power forward center eligible, 6,800, projected for 39. The goal is 41. He's in the optimal lineup 50% of the time. The dual eligibility here for Mobley is massive. Being able to put him at power forward or center on a two game slate really helps. They're playing for everything. And while he's still a rookie, he's fantastic. 36 minutes is where I'm going here. I think they need every bit of that for Mobley in order to be competitive. 1.09 fantasy points per minute, 22% usage, 17 and a half points, 10 boards. So a double, double two and a half assists. <laughs> Evan Mobley's projected for more stocks than assists. That's when you can get these really big scores. When you start getting multiple steals and blocks, it's not as big as it would be on FanDuel, but it's still huge for these two pointers. So, you know, if Mobley has a big defensive day, gets like six stocks, you're going to probably need him in that power forward center spot. I like the matchup against Atlanta. It's possible that he sees a lot of like, I don't know, Danilo Gallinari on the opposite side of him. That's a really nice uh, output for Evan Mobley because he doesn't have to worry about Gallo doing anything on the defensive end. Mobley actually might have a higher offensive ceiling than he normally does, but either way, he's in at the number two spot. Now, before we get to that number one contender, one last reminder, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. Let me know in the comments who your favorite plays are and then go sign up at No House Advantage using the promo code AWESOMO. Your number one contender for today is Reggie Jackson. Point guard eligible, 6,100. Projected for 39. The goal is 37. And he's in the optimal lineup 59% of the time. I don't know why he's priced like this. He shouldn't be. I got him in for 38 minutes. He played 40 in the first one. He's playing 40 today if it's competitive. 28% uh, usage for Reggie Jackson in games where he and Paul George start. He's a fantasy point per minute guy. 21 and a half points, five boards, five assists, or something in that neighborhood. Plus a stock. Reggie Jackson shouldn't be 6,100. I don't really understand why he is. We've established there is no minutes limit. We established that he's going to play way more than 36 as long as this one's competitive. I don't know how he maintains a $6,100 price tag. He should be more like 7,100 today. And he would still be one of the three best plays you would find. So don't overthink it today on DraftKings. Take advantage of the price tag. Reggie Jackson is your number one contender. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Friday, April 15th. Now, there's a FanDuel and Yahoo version of this video around here somewhere, so check it out. Good luck tonight, everybody. Win some money. We are back again tomorrow morning for another edition of The Contenders.